If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free and everyone loves free. Second, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which makes it very convenient. Third, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Finally, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So take a moment to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, my name is Tanisha Nicole, and I love sitting with authors and discussing the backstory behind their books. I created Beyond the Bookshelf because I love having conversations with authors. After working with a few high-profile authors, I discovered that the backstory behind their books were just as powerful as the book itself. So I had an idea for a show, and I decided to call it Beyond the Bookshelf because sometimes when you see a book on the shelf, you look at the cover, you look at the title, but you don't always understand the story behind that book. So thank you for joining me on this journey with a few authors and a couple of backstories. I hope you enjoy. And if you love this show, please rate, review, and subscribe so you get brand new episodes delivered to you every Saturday morning. Hey guys, so today I had an opportunity to sit with Kimberly Carter Spivey and we had such a good conversation. We talked about her book, Bloom, How to Get from Good Enough to a Life You Love. And it was such a great conversation. Uh, we talked about a whole lot of different things pertaining to the book and Kimberly specifically and me specifically. And the episode is a natural conversation between two authors. And we discuss the backstory behind Kimberly's book. And I also share a little bit of the backstory um, about the writing process that I went through for um, her imprint and the release of her imprint, which is my book. We had a, a great conversation and the show is incredible. And I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Kimberly, thank you so much for joining me on a new episode of Beyond the Bookshelf today. I am so happy that you agreed to come on my show. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So guys, I did a cold uh, Facebook message to Kimberly, and I'm going to tell you, I didn't. I hadn't even told her this. So when I saw that she had this new book out, I thought it was pretty cool. I decided to go ahead and purchase the Kindle edition so I could get it quickly. And then I started reading the first couple of chapters and I reached out to her. I don't know Kimberly personally. I've never met her before. And I just went on a wing and a prayer that by that the direct message that I sent her was going to resonate with her. And she wouldn't think that I was just some random person that says that they have a podcast and, hey, will you be on here? I don't know if you're real or not. Um, and so she, luckily she responded to the to the message and we were able to set this up. And I'm so glad that it worked itself out because I was really nervous about it. That's the first time, Kimberly, that I've ever like done a cold uh, direct message to somebody that I don't know. So I'm glad that it went as well as it did. Me too. It absolutely worked out perfectly. Okay, so Kim has a new book. It is new, right? When it was is. it released? It was released on September 1st. Okay, perfect. So Kim has a new book, and she is going to talk to you a little bit the, about the title of the book, and we're going to dive into the backstory. 
All right. So um, the title of my book is Bloom, How to Get from Good Enough to a Life You Love. And so it's basically a book that I wrote specifically for women. Um, And I wanted to share some of the things that I've been through in my life. And I wanted to provide other women with the tactics and tools and resources of the things that I've used to kind of overcome certain things. Um, Sometimes we get so consumed with fear and avoiding to step outside of our comfort zone. And in order to reach the goals in our lives that we want to achieve, it's just not admittable. That is something that we absolutely just have to do. And so, um, you know, with that being said, even and even though it's a book for women, um, it, it's really for anyone. Um, my husband, he has read it for cover to cover and he has also resonated with it as being a, a man. But I, I did, again, want to relate to women. And I felt like uh, that was a good way to do it by putting my my experiences through a book uh, to reach and help and empower and inspire other women. Perfect. How long did it take you to write the book? Uh, well, it took about three years. So really? Yes, it did. So, and, and here's the thing, I've always dreamed of becoming an author. It was something that I felt God was speaking to me about for years to write a book. Um, I've always uh, loved to write. And so with that being said, within a three-year time, actually before the three years, I was kind of preparing things mentally in my head. And and sometimes I might have wrote, you know written down notes and different things like that. But the entire process, I would say uh, from three years of actually, you know, writing the book, at least for the first two years and uh, the, the later part of the last year, definitely going through the editing process and the self-publishing process. And the only reason why I asked that is because when I, um, I resonated a lot with this book for, uh, for my, for personally, for personal and professional reasons. Uh-huh. And it spoke really, uh, it really spoke to me and all the chapters spoke to me in a way that I could definitely, um, literally relate to because mm-hmm. I've gone through a lot of this, a lot of similar things that you have. And um, when I looked at the story, sometimes I always ask authors, how long did it actually take you? Because sometimes the book comes to somebody like in waves or in different pieces and parts. And then sometimes it comes in like a, a just, just like a digital download, where it's like God speaks to you, you start writing and before you know it, you have a whole book. And when you said that it took about three years, I can definitely see that because, you know, life happens and things go on and, you know, things change and stuff like that. And what I wanted to ask you is your book has seven different chapters, right? That's right. Okay. And how did you come up with the title of the chapter? Like, how did you know what you wanted to specifically talk about in those different sections of the book? Um, Well, specifically the title, because I just basically reflected on my own life. And so as the years pass, you know, sometimes we're at a place in our life where we kind of feel like, you know, we're confused and maybe we're lost a little bit and we don't have a clear pathway uh, ahead. But as years pass, I was able to find ways to actually catapult myself to the next level. And when I reflected back on my life, the first thing came to mind, the word growth. And so I kind of felt like that really applied to me. And then 
from the word growth, that's how I came up with the title bloom, because I felt that I had bloomed through certain stages uh, of my own life. And then how to get from good enough to a life you love. I reflected on myself and I talk about this, a chapter in my book is, you know, um, self-evaluation. So I basically self-evaluated. And sometimes there were periods in my life where I felt like I was just settling. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I felt like, okay, I was just settling for being mediocre. But eventually I got tired of being stuck in a rut and stuck in that type of mindset. Um, So I wanted to grow and bloom into a place that I actually loved in my life. So now at this stage in my life, I feel like that I'm, I'm in that season of where I not only have just a life that's just okay and mediocre, but it's a stage in my life that I actually love. And so that's how I came up with the title. Okay, cool. Was there anything in the book that you wanted to include, but decided not to? Um, there was, I guess there were certain things that I wanted to include. Um, and, and, and it was more so little things, but pretty mm-hmm. much everything that I wanted to express, honestly, I was able to put it in the book. So I really can't think of something that I just, you know, absolutely said, you know, I wish I would have put that in the book. So, um, you know, as of now, I'm, you know, I'm thankful that I have everything that's included that I want to there. Okay. And when I was reading the book, I noticed the way that you um, structured the book. Mm-hmm. So the book starts out with a particular tap chapter and it has a quote. Yes. And sometimes it's a quote and sometimes it's a scripture. Uh-huh. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. Why was it important for you that you include scriptures in the from the Bible in 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 the book? Because you know some people like I've I've interviewed a, a few authors, uh-huh. and then you know there are some spiritual books that I've read, and then there are some books that are fiction, but they have spiritual aspects, and then there are some books like yours where it's a I'm not going to say a combination of both, but it has like different scriptures. Your book has prayers and things like that. So why was that important for you to include in Bloom? Uh, because it's so important to me and my life. So, you know, having faith is something that I hold tightly onto. It's something that's precious to me. And it's something that has helped me overcome things in my life. So scriptures and quotes and prayers, I love them. They're my favorite, only because I feel that I get inspired. I feel motivated. And when I feel like I'm in a season in my life, maybe frustration or I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to make that next step. Those are certain things that I use personally to help me get there. There, It's almost like it's a, it's a boost for me. So um, I love quotes. I actually have quotes all around in my office. It's something that mentally for me, um, that it's, it's very therapeutic for me. So um, and then also, you know, the prayers are something that, yes, they are my intimate time, you know, with God. And I wanted to share that with people to give them an example of some of the things that you can do that may help you grow further in your life. So, you know, since those things help me, I wanted to offer that to others to help them as well. Okay. And I like that you did that because when I read your book, um, I read it in different parts. So I read like a little bit one day, a little bit the next day, and then I finished it uh, all this. I finished the rest of the book this morning at about eight or seven forty five. And um, 
when Kim writes in the book, she talks about her personal experiences and then she, she talks about her personal experiences and then she gives you kind of some inspirational things that you can do. And then, you know, sometimes she'll incorporate, you know, scripture into that particular chapter or prayer. And I think on the, which, which chapter was it? Solitude and prayer, where you have a couple of different prayers that you have included. And I wanted to, you know, talk to you a little bit about, personally, what has this book done for you since you've released it out into the world? What has it done for you personally? Because I know you have a husband. I know you have a baby girl, right? Yes. Um, so how ha- what has this book done for you personally since you've seen it out in the world and you have some reviews and you have it, you know, it's in people's hands? Mm-hmm. What? How has it impacted you personally? Um, I would say personally, it's been so fulfilling. Uh, it's been a major accomplishment you know, to write a book, to see it through, to publish it, to get it out into the world is a great feeling. And for me personally, it has really boosted even my confidence. Um, You know, I've had a lot of great feedback from the book and I'm so thankful, so fortunate for that. And so when people have called me, they text, they send emails, um, instant messages. And when they tell me the impact that it's had on their life, especially during the time of the pandemic, I feel like, okay, God, this is the sweet spot. This is why you wanted me to get it out into the world, you know, to help other people. And so, you know, uh, personally, that has been the greatest reward of seeing how it has um, impacted and affected other people. And honestly, personally, it has also, even when I was writing the book, I was blooming as well. You know, there were things about myself that, that I resonated with that I might have not have been in touch or known about myself. So I was even blooming into getting to know myself. I was you know, blooming into connecting with myself more. So that, that personally, that has been a reward for me. And, um, and just, you know, just going on different platforms and meeting different people and talking about my book, uh, that has also been a reward. So it's, it's so many things I could go on and on, but those are um, some of the top favorite things that I have enjoyed personally since it's been out into the world. Is it something that when your when your daughter grows up, is it something that you hope that she's reads and, and carries with her? Absolutely. And, you know, it, I'm so glad you bring that up because that is probably one of the most precious things about the book, because I've actually, um, as you've read it, I dedicated the book to my daughter. So, you know, when she gets, you know, and I've explained to her now, you know, look, mommy wrote a book and, you know, she she's four. So she doesn't fully understand uh, yeah, but that is my hope that as she gets older, um, and you know, that she sees that, Hey, you know, mommy, mommy did this and I want to leave a legacy for her. So, um, yeah, so that is my hope that when she gets older, that she will, you know, embrace it and maybe follow the same path. If she doesn't, that's okay too. But it is something huge that I also, uh, done for her as well. Yeah. And I figured that you would say that, but I wanted to officially ask just to see, you know, what your thoughts were about that. Because like when I wrote my book, my book is dedicated to my mom who passed away from breast cancer. And 
Thank you. And I wrote my book after my mom passed away, but I, like you, had a book. I felt like I was called to write a book. And I went through so many different phases of what to write about. Mm -hmm. And none of them ever felt right. I'm a feeling type of person. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't feel right, then I know that it's not, either it's not time or it's not the right way to go. So after my mom passed away, I decided to go ahead and write my first book. And I wrote it on the lessons that I learned from my mom. And one of the things that I always hoped was that it would make her proud, but she never had an opportunity to, to read it. So I thought like if I had a daughter, or if I had a child, and I don't. But if I did, it was something that I would wish that my child would look at so they would know the relationship that I had with my mom, although they would never actually physically ever be able to meet her. They would be able to learn a lot about her through the words and the memories and and all the great stuff that I was able, and some not so great stuff that I was able to have with her. So that's why I asked you that question about your uh, daughter. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. We we're able to do that, uh, you know, and write yeah. about your mom. So. Yeah. And it, it meant a lot to me. And I will always say it's the greatest thing that I've ever done, but it was also the hardest thing that I've ever done because it's my personal work. Yeah. And, and you put it out into the world. You don't really know how it's going to be received. Like what I, I read my book cover to cover one time, mm-hmm. just to just to just to read it all the way through to make sure it sounded right, to make sure it was edited as yeah. well as I could get it. Uh-huh. And after that, I didn't read it anymore. And I released it to the world, hoping and praying that people loved it as much as I loved writing it uh-huh. and as much as I loved releasing it. And I was just a little bit nervous because you just never know. You don't. And yeah. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. Um, I felt the exact same. Um, it writing a book is no easy feat, but you know, it's one of the most rewarding things that you can do. But it is hard work. It takes a lot of de- dedication uh, to finishing a book. And I was totally in the same place that you're in. I was super nervous. I, you know, I questioned myself, oh, I hope the world, you know, you know, loves my work. And so, you know, being the author and writing it, I loved it, but I was so afraid because I wanted the world, you know, to love it too. And like you said, you know, you're, you're being vulnerable, you're putting a piece of your life out into the world and, you know, in hopes that they embrace it just as much as you do. So I totally understand, you know, feeling that way. But the thing, the most important thing is, is that we overcame that. We pressed Mm -hmm. our comfort zone and we put it out into the world. So that's a blessing in itself. Yeah, it it is. And it's one of the things that I'm grateful that I that I had the courage to do. And that's when I when I started promoting the book. Um, even if, even, it, even before it was officially wrapped up, I was grateful that I had the time and I was grateful that I had the courage to do it because I got discouraged a lot just because my book is related to my mom, which, uh, which I have to put in a lot of memories, a lot of stuff that happened, a lot of things that I learned and, and all those great things, but it made me miss my mom, but it also helped me through my grief process because I like to write. And so I didn't realize that writing would help me through the process of grief. And it was there, it became therapeutic for me. And I, you know, have decided that I will write another book, but I don't know, you know, which direction I'll completely go in. And that's something that I want to ask you. After after Bloom, do you think that you're going to write any more books after this one? I do. I do. I really think I definitely want to write more books. Um, you know, writing is a part of me. Um, you know, it's, it's, 
it's a part of me. It's part of who I am. It's what I love to do. So I definitely want to continue down that path. Um, I've also even thought about a children's book, um, you know, basing it on my daughter. Um, so different series of that. But um, I can definitely see myself writing another book um, in the future. Um, I, I really don't know when because I definitely want to, you know, plant my feet in the soil and get bloom out into the world more and, uh, you know, really uh, expose that more, but definitely I can see that doing it, you know, in the future. Good. Now I'm going to ask you something that's been, it's like all my spirit to ask you Uh because I'm also a a teacher and the teacher in me read your book and was like this, she could teach this. Like she could, she could take her book and turn it into some type of teaching tool Uh for women that, either struggle, you know, and they, they're, they have fear and they have doubt and they believe that there's more out there for them, but don't know how to do it or don't know if it's now within the right time to start. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to just ask you, have you ever thought about taking this and like turning it into not just more than a book, but something that you can actually help women with like either through coaching or consulting or anything like that? Absolutely. 100%. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I've totally thought about that. And you know, it's it's so funny that you asked because a few weeks ago, I attended a uh, women's conference and I was a guest speaker there um, to discuss my book. And so, you know, as I was up there, you know, throughout the 45 minutes, I, I felt like I was teaching. I felt like I was coaching. And so absolutely, I would love to turn different things, you know, that I can attend speaking engagements, like you said, um, coaching sessions. And so I felt like I was also in my element at the conference because that is that was basically what I was doing in a sense. So, yes, absolutely. I think that is something that uh, I would love to do. And I have been thinking of different ways to actually do that. Okay, cool. And it had been on me. So I, even while I was reading it, I I thought that way. And I was like, this would be so, so good for her to teach women how to take this book and really incorporate it into, you know, the life that they really want. Because I will tell you personally, like after my mom passed away, I went through an identity crisis. Like I felt like I didn't know who I was. I felt like I didn't know if I was on the right path anymore. There were so many parts of me that were tied to my mom and I, I, there was a lot of fear tied to that too. So I, you know, I taught high school. I did it more for my mom than myself. And there were things that I had dreamed of doing besides writing the book that I really was afraid to do. And even if I'm being honest with you, there's like in my life right now today, there are things that I aspire to do that I'm still afraid to do because I'm like, okay, God, but is now really the time to do it? Do I have enough money to just like sit, pay my bills and then work on this thing too, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's, so when I read your book, I felt like, okay, T, sometimes I call myself that you can, you can actually like, you can do this. You've never met Kim. You've, you know, it was placed in my spirit to reach out to you. I'm being completely transparent. And I was like, okay, God, I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to trust what you're telling me. Uh-huh. I, I, read, I bought the book. Oh, I bought the book last weekend. Actually, I bought it last Saturday uh-huh. and I started reading it, I think on Monday. And then I reached out to you and I was like, okay. And I started reading the book and all the principles applied to me. Yeah. <laughs> they applied, they yeah. applied to me uh-huh. and in my life right now. And Wait. I was like, okay, you know, do you have taken this woman? You've, 
allowed her to create this wonderful book. The book resonates with me. I'm interviewing her and I'm like, you know what? This is really good. And it's something that I needed. It's something, it's a book that I didn't know that I needed at the time uh-huh. that I needed it. Right. And I'm pretty sure that other people that have read the book feel the same way. So I just, you know, I want to commend you for writing this and for putting this out in the world. And it resonates a lot. And, you know, I think that if people are really honest with themselves, because sometimes it's hard to just be honest about what you want, what you don't want, you know, and, and, you know, I was reading parts of your book when I, when you were talking about some, like a job that, you know, where it was toxic and I like, I'm in that situation Mm -hmm. and I I have been praying and I'm like, God, I don't know what to do here. I don't know if this is the best environment for me. Mm-hmm. I love what I do, but it's the environment, the where, where I am right now, it's toxic. Yeah. And I have tried to rise above it and try to deal with it the best way I knew how. And then I, I learned uh, to just be grateful for where I was and just trust that it will work itself out whatever way that it was supposed to. So when I read that part in your book, I was like, well, that part really resonated with me. And, you know, she was able to go in and and do something else and you had something better in store for her. So maybe you have something better in store for me well as well. So I just, you know, your book really resonates with people in various parts of their life. And I I think you should be commended for that. Oh, well, thank you so much. And I'm so glad that it resonated with you as well. And, um, the, the feedback that you just gave me, that's what, um, I received from a lot of other women who have read my book because, uh, we all go through those same type of situations and it's and it's real life, you know. And so I've had women to come to me, even at the conference. Um, I had a few women, they came to me and they said, oh, my gosh, as you were talking, it, I felt like you were talking about me because mm-hmm. I resonated with so many experiences that that you went through. And so and that's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to have intimate moments with the reader. I wanted to just simply have a conversation. I wanted to um, them to be able to understand that I've went through those same struggles and it is so real. It's so understandable. And I wanted to let them know that I get it. I get you, you know, and so we all go through it. And, you know, my hope is that just by providing the tools that I use to help me overcome would actually resonate with others and maybe they could do somewhat similar, the same things that I did. So that that's really, you know, that's great to hear that from you because that's exactly uh, what I wanted throughout the book of Bloom. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, anybody who reads it, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the show, but I think anybody who reads it, you know, any woman who reads it will really, you know, it'll bless, you know, bless her in the season and where she is in life. And um, I wanted to ask you, when you released the book in September, was that your original release date? Um, It was. So, well, actually months before then, you know, I had a timeline in my head of when I wanted to, you know, release it and get it out. But I took a step back because I I didn't want to be too hasty. Um, So I wanted to have everything that I needed to do, you know, lined up. And it was like the timing, you know, fit pretty perfectly. And so it gave me enough, you know, enough room, enough clarity, um, you know, just knowing that, okay, this is the right time to release it. And so September 1 was that date. 
And so I felt that was the time that I just needed to release it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I, the only reason why I asked that is because, you know, sometimes I had interviewed another author on the show and she released a book during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it was a book that she ended up writing really quickly. And it just kind of came to her and she yeah. she self-published. And so she just put it out there. Yeah. And so when and I wanted to see, you know, if you had an original release date for your book or given the pandemic, if you just felt in your spirit, you know, now was the time. Yeah. And you know what? I will tell you this. um, All along, I had planned on, you know, releasing my book in 2020. But prior to the pandemic, you know, um, absolutely, I was going to release it. Now, I will be honest, I did have doubts um, as far as releasing it, um, you know, through 2020 because the pandemic occurred. But you know what? I had I, I prayed about it. You know, I asked God for a direction and what he put in my heart was that put the book out there. This is the time. 2020 is the time you stay on the path because now more than ever in the pandemic, people are looking for something positive. They're looking for hope. They're looking for comfort. Um, They're looking for a safe refuge. And I feel like that my book, especially during the time of the pandemic, um, it is the perfect time because that's what people are looking for. They need everything that I'm talking about in the book. And so I felt like, you know, okay, even though we're going through this pandemic crisis, um, the, the time is now to get it out into the world, especially during this time. So, and, yeah. you know, and, as an author, um, there are different ways to be creative, you know, to promote your book and to get it out there. And so I've just been, you know, being creative and using different platforms that I feel like would, you know, reach the masses if possible and everything else will, will fall where it needs to fall. Yeah. Yeah. Were you able to do a book tour? I was, I'm sorry. Did you say book tour? Uh-huh. I was not I have not did a book tour yet. That is that is on my list. So I'm basically trying to figure out the best ways to navigate that. Um since mm-hmm. COVID is here, of course, you know, um, and um because you know, a lot of people are not really, you know, going to certain places right now. And that's, you know, certainly understandable. But that is on my checklist and I am um, you know, just looking into different ways to navigate around that to actually, you know, make that happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, um, I thought I saw, were you, but were you able to go into like, um, did you have an event though? I, I have not had an event yet. No, I at all. Not at all. I have, <laughs> I have not had an event. Um, I've been on uh, several different um, interviews and Zoom calls and podcasts. I've spoken, um, you know, a women's conference, and but I have not had an event um, that I've put on myself specifically okay. for my book. Okay, because yeah. I thought I saw something, but maybe it was a women's conference that I saw. Okay. That maybe that was it. Uh-huh. Um, before we wrap, because this has been a great conversation, I could really talk to you all day, really? but I know we have things to do. <laughs> um, but before we wrap, I wanted to talk to you about your site. What is it called? Um, my website is www.girlyourite, and it's W R I T. 
So can you talk to us a little bit about that? So let me tell you why I'm asking that question. So whenever I ask people to be on the show, I always ask for their email address so I can send them the invitation link. And I, I always look at the uh, email handle. Uh-huh. I always look at what the website is. And so when I saw yours, I was like, oh my God, that's so unique. What is that? And so then when I started reading the book, I had a better understanding of what it was, but I really wanted you to explain what it, what else, what the other things that you do with that site? Sure, sure. So, um, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the name. Um, you know, I've had people tell me, oh, you know, that's such a, you know, unique name. And I can remember, um, you know, starting my freelancing business and I was in bed one night and I was like, you know, God, I really need a name, you know, for my business and I really want it to resonate. And it was just like all of a sudden, it pops in my head, girl, you right. And so it was almost like I'm talk I was talking to myself because you know, I I wrote things for many years and in the past years I was afraid to actually get it out into the world. So it was like, you know, a conversation with myself and I'm telling myself, girl, you right. So just basically, girl, you do it. You know, you get out in the world and you write. So that's how the title came um, about for my business. But um, it is a freelancing business and I do write for several publications. And um, through my website, I also have a women's lifestyle blog. Same thing, same name, girl, you write. Uh, So that's also uh, attached to that as well. Okay, cool. I thought that was so interesting because um, when I was reading part of your story about how you wanted to write for different publications and you had gone through that process and then, you know, you were driving one day and in your spirit, it told you to go home because you, I think you were going to your daughter's, something for your daughter and you had about an hour Yeah, and you, it's something in your spirit told you to go home and call a particular person and you were like, Okay. And so you really, you know, and so in the story, and I'm not going to give the, the, the complete story away, but in the, in the story, she talks, Kim talks about how she was just obedient and she just did what, you know, her spirit was leading her to do. And then, you know, it, 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 some things started to come to fruition. And so when I saw that in there, I was like, well, that's really cool that you were still able to Mm -hmm. write for these various, you know, publications and, you know, see your name in print and, and all that fun stuff. So I think it's really cool, you know, what you're doing and how you're able to continue to get your words and your written work out there and getting people to know exactly who you are. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So Kim, before we go, how can we support you? Where can we find you? Yes. So um, my book is available on Amazon. So um, please uh, make sure you go there. If you haven't grabbed your copy, grab your copy from there. And then also signed copies are available on my website. And again, www.girlyourwrite.com. That's W-R-I-T. Um, and then also, uh, you can follow me on Instagram uh, under Girl You Write. And then also has my uh, name there as well. But it's at Girl You Write on Instagram. And I'm also on Facebook as well uh, under Girl You Write. Okay. Well, perfect. Kim, it's been such a pleasure having you today. Thank you so much for joining me on this show. Your book, Bloom, is amazing. And I hope everybody that is listening to the sound of our voices picks up a copy and reads it. And I hope it blesses you the same way that it's blessed me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, I will talk to you later. Okay. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Until next time, bye.